From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, July 10th. I'm Monique Aiken. Today, I talk with Impact Alpha's David Bank about the word of the week in impact investing, toppled. And we'll round up agents of impact who've been leaders for years and even decades in the movement for racial justice within finance and investing. Here's Illumin Capital's Darren Dodson. This moment, it, it doesn't create an opportunity, it reveals an opportunity that was always there. But before we do that, here's what you need to know from this week in impact investing. It was a bad week to be an oil pipeline. The embattled Dakota Access Pipeline was shut down by a federal judge. The long-delayed Keystone XL pipeline was held up even further. And two major utilities threw in the towel on the Atlantic Coast Pipeline. Even more so than the oil in the ground, pipelines and other fossil fuel infrastructure are quickly becoming stranded assets. Generation Investment Management, the $20 billion firm co-founded by Al Gore and David Blood, released its 2020 Sustainability Trends Report. They say the COVID disruption has broadened awareness of inequality, injustice, and an economy that is living beyond its resources. The Global Impact Investing Network reports that one in five impact investors are cutting back commitments in response to the COVID crisis. The pullback is hurting fundraising, even for managers that have built in first loss or other protections for investors. Impact investors are redesigning underwriting and due diligence practices for the new normal. Victor's Capital closed on nearly $22 million to back female founders. Lori Cashman and Suzanne Norris have made more than a dozen seed investments. It's going to take a lot more to close the gender gap for venture capital funding. Despite growing awareness, venture funding to female founders is stuck in the low single digits. Hedge funds are coming to impact investing. Marshall Waste is launching a $1 billion ESG hedge fund to buy stocks that have strong environmental, social, and governance characteristics and bet against those that don't. In a big solar merger, Sunrun, the number one residential rooftop company, will buy number two, Vivint Solar. If approved, the merger would create a $9 billion solar powerhouse, even as only 3% of U.S. households have installed solar panels. I'm joined now by David Bank to discuss the word of the week. Hey, Monique. It's been such a delight to have you on the Impact Alpha team. Happy to be here. So let us know a little bit more about this word. Well, each week we try to kind of capture the zeitgeist. Um, with all the discussion of tearing down statues, we thought of some other icons that are tumbling down and, and even more that deserve to be toppled. Well, I for one am celebrating those statues part, but let us know what else you think we're thinking about. Well, you mentioned one, the the pipelines. So um, the pipelines are, you know, sort of, in a sense, statues to a, a fossil fuel past that uh, is, you know, that day is passing. Um, you know, just as another sort of example, Spain, I think last week or la- end of last month, shut down half of its remaining coal-fired power plants. And in many parts of the world, um, new solar projects are coming in cheaper than operating even existing coal plants. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper to, to build a new solar plant than it is to operate an old uh, coal plant. So let's topple them as well. Well, as a former commodities person, I'm all the way here for that. And I get it. Really delighted to see those curves coming down, cost curves coming down. There's also some kind of, you know, conceptual structures as you were. This might be a stretch, but um, that deserves to be toppled. So, um, you know, one that's gotten a fair mm-hmm. amount of uh, attention the last couple of years is this notion of shareholder primacy, the notion that businesses exist only and solely to, you know, deliver returns to the shareholders it's being replaced kind of by 
a notion of stakeholder economy, you know, that employees, customers, uh, suppliers, communities, the, the earth itself are, are all kind of stakeholders. But there's lots of examples where that old shareholder primacy, uh, uh, you know, like in a sense, like, you know, sort of like just like the Confederate general statues, they're kind of it's kind of everywhere. Right. So. Um, and so what a fiduciary duty? I understand there was some talk around what's happening in that. Well, that's another one. That's another one of these, you know, things that gets trotted out in a sense to defend the old order that um, uh, that somehow thinking about the environmental, social and governance, so-called ESG factors um, of investments is somehow going to hurt, say, pension pensioners. And so managers shouldn't shouldn't uh, take those things into account. That's the position, actually of the Department of Labor right now and some new guidance they're issuing. A bunch of impact investor and, and, and sustainable investing types are are writing letters and, and, and taking on the, the proposed guidance. But that's another, you know, that, that old notion of fiduciary duty is another um, uh, sort of statute due to be toppled. And Europe actually has been out front in that, thinking about it literally the opposite way. Um, so now how are, we, how are we going to continue to topple and uproot these practices perhaps unexamined or maybe uninformed by data within finance and investing, as well as including an impact investing. Like, let's take this opportunity as folks talk about rebuilding better to rethink everything. Here, here. So speaking of rethinking, this week, Impact at Alpha is rounding up agents of impact who have been doing just that. They've been doing the work of toppling systems and assumptions, practices, and power structures within finance and investing. Here's a sampling. Brian Dixon and Kapoor Capital are delivering outperformance in venture capital by betting on the lived experience of underrepresented founders to close opportunity gaps for communities of color. So too is Impact America Fund's Keisha Cash, who is on the hunt for companies capturing billion dollar markets by better serving America's overlooked communities. And Backstage Capital's Arlen Hamilton is redefining who writes the checks in venture capital and who receives them. Darren Dodson of Illumin Capital is optimizing investment decisions and boosting impact by helping fund managers mitigate their implicit biases with evidence-based practices. Here's Darren again. Without doing it and examining these different issues, they're not only violating their fiduciary duty by achieving lower returns, but they're also complicit in a system that believes that impact investing is doing good across environment and, and financial inclusion and these other wonderful things that are done in the world. But what they don't realize is they're increasing the barriers to women and people of color when they don't think about these mm. issues. You can learn more about these and all of our agents of impact in the brief and on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's it for your impact briefing this week. You can read more about all these stories at impactalpha.com. Thank you for listening, and thanks to David Bank and our producer, Isaac Silk, who edited this episode. I'm Monique Aiken, VP of Programs at Mission Investors Exchange, and make sure to check back next week for the latest impact investing news.